You want to know what that tweet is? Uh, well, I mean, if you say it to the audience and then you no, pull it back, I mean, yeah, I what do you expect us all to be? Like, of course we're going to be curious, you know? It's like, oh, I found all the Christmas gifts. Uh, You're not allowed to open them for another 32 days. 888-957-9570. Shameless shout-outs coming up in 13 minutes. You can shout-out your laundry detergent. Shout-out your T-shirts. Shout-out where you buy your damn T-shirts. I do not care. Shameless shout-outs coming up at 745. But right now, we got Brett Boone, 14-year MLB veteran, played on that great Seattle Mariners team. Cincinnati Reds, Padres, Braves, Twins. We all know who his brother is. His brother going at it with umpires. I actually love Aaron Boone with the Yankees, but I love that he barks at the umpires. But Brett Boone now uh, has a podcast, the Brett Boone Podcast, an Odyssey original featuring the most notable names in Major League Baseball and all around the sports world every single week. And Brett, good morning. Welcome to the Morning Rose. Bonte Hill, Joe Shasky, the Butcher here on 95.7 The Game. And I'm not going to lie, Brett, watching your career play out, and then I did not have you as somebody in 2023 to have a podcast. What the heck made you get into the podcast world, Brett? <laughs> you got it. A lot of people say the same thing. I don't know. It was uh, a lot of when I retired, you know, I was one of those guys that didn't uh, plan his future. I thought when I'm done playing baseball, I'll leave my uniform here. I'm going off in the sunset. I'm going golf and I'm going on vacation. And I woke up one day and thought this I got too many, you know, I, I got, I got life to live, you know, I want to do something. So, uh, it just, it just picked up. Uh, I hired an agent and, and during the pandemic, the very beginning of the pandemic, um, I decided I was going to start getting into the game in some capacity. Mm. And when we, when it completely shut down, it made sense. I was, I was urged to get in the podcast. I didn't want to do it. You know, I'd been on I'd been on the other side of the mic quite a bit being mm-hmm. interviewed, you know, thousands <laughs> of times, but I've never been the one interviewing. So mm-hmm. it, it was pretty cool. It was a process. It was a learning. It was a, there was a definitely a learning curve for me. Uh, have a new appreciation for this side of the microphone and the preparation necessary and wrangling guests. But uh, it's been a lot of fun. And, uh, you know, we're, in, we're into it three years now. And and it was it was cool teaming up with with Odyssey Sports, and uh, you know we've been together now for a couple months, and and uh, hopefully bright future for uh, for the Brett Boone podcast and Odyssey Sports. But so far, so good. I love that. You know, it's it's interesting. I I find baseball to be such a familial sport where you're passing it down, like whether it's grandpa, uncle, mom, dad, whoever it is, brothers in the backyard playing catch. Like when I think of the Boone family. I think I think of the Boone family playing ball. You and your brother, your your pops, and everything. When you think of the greatest baseball families, the Ripkins, the Dimaggios, the Alus, like what what are the first names that come to mind for you? No doubt, you know, grew up uh, was teammates with with Griffey. Uh, oh yeah. When I was a rookie, so I played under Griffey Senior was my hitting coach on a couple different occasions. You know, really I played with. I played with David Bell in Seattle. He was my wow. baseman, one of my uh-huh. favorite teammates of all time. You know, I loved watching him with the Reds. You mentioned at the opening, Aaron getting thrown out of the game. That's kind of become <laughs> his thing. David Bell's that same type of player, right. you know, especially in the manager spot. Uh, he's passionate, and he loves the – well, not, not necessarily loves, but he definitely has the back of his players. So there's so many so many families in the game. The Alomar is a guy oh, I, I, about I grew oh, yeah. up kind of – I was a few years behind Robbie, but he was kind of the gold standard at second base yeah. when I was a young player coming into the game. So the lose, you know, there, there's just so many. The Bonds is uh, so many top to bottom. But uh, we all have that little bit of a common uh, common bond 
you know, with the with the families that have that have played in the game. But um, no, it's it is baseball, and you're right. It, it, it passed down from grandpa, generation to generation. That's why I look at these these franchises that do a really good job with bringing back their their players in yep. the past. Baseball is about going to the ballpark with grandpa, dad, and son, and having three ge- different generations. To be able to look, I, I think the Yankees do a great job with that. I think the Philadelphia Phillies do a great job. If somebody can go to the ballpark and and uh, see Reggie Jackson, uh, Derek Jeter, and Aaron Judge, everybody in that family, grandpa, dad, and son, they can relate to some era and, and brings them back to their childhood and where they were kids and when they were rooting for them. So I, I think it's really cool. And it, it makes baseball very unique. Yeah, you referenced Barry Bonds there. Totally agree with the the familial ties there. But you referenced Barry Bonds. Uh, come on, you have to have had some overlap with Barry and some stories because, you know, obviously he's a legend sure. around here and they're going to do a documentary on him right now. And, I mean, I'm ready to see it, uh, all of it. I want to see all of it, the good, the bad, the ugly, every part of it. You got any Barry Bonds? Or I don't mean to put you on the spot, but I'd love sure. to hear if you got any Barry Bonds stories. I'll tell you, Barry Bonds wasn't my favorite guy. And we had some we had some uh we had some controversies between him and myself on the field. We had words on several occasions. Really? What? Always always re- when Barry took the field, uh always had my hundred percent respect. And I'll say this about Barry. And I and to the in in two thousand twenty three, I really like Barry Bonds. But as a as a guy competing against him, I couldn't stand him. I couldn't stand him. That being said, to this day, we get asked all the time, you know, ex-ball players are always, oh, who's the toughest, you know, pitcher you ever faced, this and that, who's the best player? I can say unequivocally, Barry Bonds is by far the greatest player I've ever seen on the field. Wow. And and, and second place, and I, we, I played against a ton of great players, second place isn't even close. Dang. It's, it's like he was playing slow pitch softball, and the rest of us were playing major league baseball. Wow. That's how big the discrepancy was. And if you ask my peers, people that played with, people that played against Barry from from the beginning of his career in the mid in the mid eighties through the, the early two thousands, I think you would overwhelmingly say Barry Bonds is the greatest. I got a, I got a great. Uh, I'll, I'll give you one quick story. We walked him with nobody on, nobody out in the ninth inning. <laughs> in a one in a one run game we intentionally walked. <laughs> and this is when I couldn't stand him. He gets to first, steals second base. I walk over to him and I say, uh I had to say something. I said, Barry, I said, I've seen a lot of things. I said, but that right there is impressive. And he took his helmet off and he kinda laughed. He looked at me and he goes, Bodie, he goes, I'd have done the same thing. <laughs> and I had no answer for that. <laughs> he was right. He was right. You know, I didn't want him to be right, but he was right. He was that good. He, he was that wow. good of a player. Wow, Brett Boone here on the morning. Russell on 95-7, a game, 14-year veteran in Major League Baseball, part of the great Boone family that we've seen throughout Major League Baseball for the last 40, 50 years, of course. Uh, the Brett Boone podcast, find it now on Odyssey Original on our Odyssey app. So Barry, with this documentary or whatever, and he's talking and he's cocky or whatnot, how much trash talk did Barry give out there? Because he seemed like he was quiet, seemed like he kept to himself. He did have the swagger and the confidence and the cockiness, but what was his trash talk like, Brett? Uh, he would just qu- give you little quips, 
you know, a little, little here, a little there, you know, and, and definitely cocky. But, but the one guy, you know, cocky. That word cocky is thrown around uh, mm-hmm. a little loosely when it when it comes to our feet. Oh, that guy's cocky. Why? By the way he walks. By the way he talks. It doesn't matter. Barry Bonds is one of those guys who can back it up. I mean, to the, yeah. he's he's to, in my eyes, you know, in the basketball arena, we look at the goat. We call it Jordan. Uh, in baseball, I mean, Barry Bonds is every bit Jordan of baseball for me. I mean, I look at Barry Bonds and whatever he says. I remember going to an all my first All Star game, mm-hmm. and Barry's sitting there. He, you know, he's kind of holding court. And he's got you know a bunch of the veteran guys. I'm a fly on the wall at this point. I'm just right. I'm so excited. I made my first All Star game. I want to soak it all in. And I was just listening to him talk to a couple of veteran players, and he was talking about hitting. And I, I couldn't follow it. I couldn't follow it. He's, he's talking about a butterfly net and catching it and throwing it off the bat, and I'm just going, oh, I'm just happy to be an all-star. <laughs> you know, but he was talking a little bit of a different language. But I don't know. I, I just I, I look at his body of work, you know, and I, and I just laugh at people. Their first, their, their first thing out of their mouth, you know, they talk about the controversy. Well, Barry never tested positive for anything. Mm. He, he never did. Uh, I'm, I'm not going to say whether he did or not. I have no, I have no knowledge of that. But, but the fact that they want to vil- uh, kind of villainize him for that, I don't know. It's always kind of bugged me because it's the big picture, and right. it's they don't villainize other people. I, it just so happens he was that right. great and broke all these records and has these numbers that some of the numbers he had when, when you just go to his Wikipedia page or his bio, oh, it's sick. ridiculous. No, it's he sick. was on base. He's on base over six hundred. <laughs> in today's game, if you got a four hundred on base percentage, you're unbelievable. He right. had six hundred. Yeah, nobody has a six hundred, and and Barry did. He had years where he had more. Uh, he was on base more than his at bats. Mm. I mean, you start looking at stuff like that. You start breaking Babe Ruth's records. Uh, you're going into real, real, real territory that no one's ever gone before. Once again, I, I can't say enough right. about him. How great of a player he was. My grandfather. Well, if you, if you got time, I got a really cool grandpa story. Go ahead, give it I to us because I was, was going to ask you about the Hall of Fame process because Barry Bonds has been out of it. But give us the grandfather story. We could do that another time, Brett. Give us the grandfather. Ray story. Boone. Ray Boone uh, played from about forty-seven to sixty. Played, you know, played with Ted Williams. Played with a lot of great players, and believe me, guys of that generation, they are very, very. Uh, loyal to their generation. It doesn't matter. I mean, I'd come off the, the field, and, and I was very close with my grandpa. And, and we talk about Randy Johnson in my era. My, my grandpa, ah, Bob Feller, you know, he's better than Randy <laughs> Johnson. Somebody in his generation was always better, and we're, we were always inferior of grandpa. That's what I loved about him. That's what grandpas do. But uh, when grandpa got sick, and, and uh, I went to the hospital in San Diego to visit him, and he would never say this, but he, he couldn't speak in his last few days before he passed away. And he wrote down on a piece of paper. He said, Brett, this Jake Peavy kid, Jake Peavy was a young player with the Padres. Grandpa was the scout for the last 40 years of his life. He said, this Jake Peavy kid's got a chance to be a good pitcher. Because obviously he'd been scouting Jake Peavy. This was right before Peavy got to the big leagues. And he said, and you're right. Barry Bonds is a better player than Ted Williams. Wow. I almost lost it because I started crying and I thought there is no a grandpa at 100% now is going to die because there's no way he's going to come back from that and live that down with <laughs> at the dinner table. So you get Ray Boone to say Barry Bonds is the best. Uh, 
that's enough for me. Anybody that ever asked me a question, I said, you know, I wish Gramps was here. But if Gramps says he's the best, and that would take a lot to do, he must have been the best. So. That's that's uh, kind of my grandpa story in Barry Bonds. No, we love that because I'm arguing with my dad about Joe Montana versus Steve Young still to this day and Willie Mays versus Barry Bonds. I mean, that's part of what makes sports so great. I'm sure you talk to your brother about the game and the way it's played now and how it's managed now and the spreadsheets, the platooning, the numbers. Like when you guys are talking, just you know, off the record and stuff. Like, does does he feel neutered as a manager? You know, like obviously you guys have deep baseball ties. I mean, your grandfather played in the '40s in the game when it was so different. It's always going to evolve and whatnot, but it does feel different now. And I love that they brought the the shift in. I love that they brought the pitch clock because the game is speeding up a little. Like, what are his just thoughts about the way and your thoughts about where, the way the game's played now versus the way you guys came up? Well, Aaron has embraced the analytical side of the game. Uh, I'm starting to, and, and I'm starting to realize why certain things, why data points do work. As a player, uh, I would come to the ballpark, and I want as much intel as you got for me. I mean, I, I, I want it all. Uh, knowledge was power to me. But at the same time, I want to decipher what I use and what I discard. And and I today's game, I think it's gotten over-analytical. I, th- I, I think it's too much run by, oh, here's the numbers, and kind of created a little bit of a robotic-type player. It's not the player's fault. That's the culture. That's how they're brought up. I think you're going to see it sway back a little mm. bit. And, and um, yeah, of course, you know, you'd be silly not to or, or naive not to use what we have at our fingertips right. now uh, from a data standpoint. That being said, managing a ball club uh, day-to-day uh, – interaction with your ball club and those 26 guys in the room it's something the great ones have that that it factor they can read they it, it equip the way a guy rolls his eyes the way the guy's walking the way the guy's holding himself those managers are on the field and it's kind of like a family all year so they should know each other better than anybody i still think the great ones manage with their gut mm-hmm. and when it comes to a big decision uh, throw those papers out the window and go with what your gut says. I think that's what the great ones do. I think that's what they'll always do. But the analytics have definitely, definitely uh, worked their way into the game and overworked it to a certain certain degree. But I, I think you're going to see a little bit of correction as time goes on. You know, and history always history history will tell what kind of each generation right. what it was like. Uh, it, it'll judge it. But Aaron and I, you know what? We keep it. We have debates. Uh, I, I respect the heck out of my brother, and he's a very knowledgeable baseball guy. Uh, we have a lot of similarities, so we agree a lot. But we'll also disagree on occasion. He'll call me once in a while and ask me, what do you think about this move in this situation? Because I try to keep up with him as much as I right. can. I'll give him my honest feedback. But he's his own person. I think he's doing a, a, a great job. Um, but it, it is funny. It is funny to watch him, and sometimes I'll say, Aaron, would you just, you know, I'll give him a piece of <laughs> right. advice, and he'll be like, oh, did you think I really did this wrong? And I say, absolutely. But we have that relationship, and to be honest with you, we talk more about the grand or, or the kids, yeah. right? uh, my my nephews and nieces, mm-hmm. uh, than we do about baseball. But, uh, yeah, it's definitely, it definitely will and always has been a part of our lives. Well, I love when that hot mic is catching him, dropping F-bombs to umpires like he did last year in St. Louis. He's a hoot in that clubhouse, man, or that dugout, I should say, man. He's a, he's a lot of fun to watch, man, and you're a lot of fun to have on the show. We got to do this again, man, because there's so much stuff we didn't get to, but we got to run 
Brett, man, good stuff. Good, good stuff. Let's do this again very, very soon as baseball season heats up. You got it, guys.